Stream Anime Radio. everybody why are there exploding emoji on the screen what did i do you pressed the wrong button again didn't you <laughs> i think i know what happened uh we had a resubscription brie resubscribed the moment we came on the air oh and by the way welcome to the extreme anime radio podcast it is november the 23rd 2022 it is going to be the final podcast of the month of November. I am JR, and over to my left side, to your right if you're watching us on Twitch, uh, Mr. Neff Canuck, uh, who right now is in the home of your CFL champions. Congratulations. Well, all I can say is that that game was nuts, bonkers, bizarre, with the proper spelling, and all around just blink blink if you if you blink you missed the insanity in the last minute or so of that game yeah. um we have a lot of sports to talk about and Bree subscribe 11 months so thank you for the resubscription Bree. yes we have um the gray cup we have the world cup and we have the cups that everybody's going to be drinking tomorrow at least here in the united states well, I was going to say, you're going to have the football overdose. Yes. <laughs> starting around noon and ending somewhere around 11 p.m. And if you think about it, uh, if you think football in a generic sense, it's really going to start tomorrow morning. At 5 a.m., yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> your, your team, Switzerland, plays uh, early tomorrow. That's right. My ancestral team, Switzerland, pays at 5 a.m., mm. And let's just say I am not getting up at 5 a.m. There's there's nothing on this earth to get me up at 5 a.m. when I have to go to work, you know, a few hours later. <laughs> well, um, we welcome everybody to our podcast tonight. As per usual, um, if you're listening to us, you can watch us on Twitch at any time, twitch.tv forward slash extreme anime radio and vice versa. If you're watching us right now, you want to listen to us wherever you go be it in the U.S. or Canada or any other part of the world, you can search for the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast through your favorite podcasting platform, which, of course, includes Anchor, anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. Um, 
It looks like the subscription kind of threw uh, our little graphics in the corner off kilter a little bit. How interesting. Mm. Well, we always appreciate the subscriptions, so we'll deal with the minor technical glitches as they come. Yes, including uh, Flax rating with a party of one, which that that's not supposed to pop up uh, if it's less than a certain amount. If you're rating with just one person, then yeah. I was going to say, rating with one person isn't necessarily a party, unless you're a party pooper. <laughs> so um, real quick now, as we get started here, uh, I'm going to show you something right over here. I hope it works. But uh, behold, we have brand new Umemi artwork. Umemi cooks a turkey. And that's from Ue Okinawa. What do you think, Neff? If I hadn't already had my turkey last month, that would be delicious. <laughs> but uh, I... I Love not just the art of Umemi, but also the kitchen that Umemi is in. It's got a real nice style to it. Although I'll ask this question. I see a microwave. Uh -huh. I see a stove. Where exactly is the oven supposed to be in this picture where the turkey is supposed to have been done? <laughs> so, um... Yeah, that's a good question, but you know, could, could, I see the microwaves open. Maybe <laughs> actually, someone in the chat in the chat room just mentioned that and said, "Where did she cook the turkey? The microwave?" <laughs> and the answer is, you do not try to cook a turkey in a microwave. Bad things will happen. Maybe you could reheat it in a microwave. Well, yeah, once it's actually properly cooked, sure. Yes, but you don't know. You cannot cook a turkey successfully in a microwave. Right. So, uh, yes, we're looking forward to a wonderful Thanksgiving here tomorrow. Um, on a personal note, because of certain um, things going on with my family, it will not be a Thanksgiving turkey that we are cooking. We are going to go to your favorite Cuban place and mine, Rincon Criollo, to pick it up. Ooh. Now that... Okay, so is it going to be actually turkey or something else? Turkey. Okay. Now, do, does a Cuban turkey get cooked slightly differently, or is it just the, the quote-unquote standard turkey? I would say it's the standard turkey. Uh, those folks may kind of uh, have their own sort of stuffing that they put in there. Mm. But we're... Um... We're going to pick it up uh, around... F well, I'm not picking it up because I get to work tomorrow. <laughs> okay, so wait a minute here. But then again, I remember, America doesn't believe in giving people time off. You know? Unless it's, it's an absolute... I would say, unless it's an absolute necessity. And even then, they're sort of like grumbling. Because <laughs> I think, what what are your actual days? Christmas Day? Uh-huh. New Year's Day. Right. And I think there's only one other one, but I can't remember what it is. Christmas, New Year's, Fourth uh, of July, Memorial Day, Easter. But are those like everything shuts down or just most shut down? Uh, let's go through our holidays. The where kind of everything shuts down. Well, are you talking about just for my job? Well, I'm I'm generally talking the U.S. because okay. up here in Canada, when we have a statutory holiday, everything shuts down. Right. Or or ninety eight percent of it. Okay. So for example, 
Christmas Day. About the only thing you'll find open is maybe a McDonald's and maybe a Tim Hortons. That's about it. <laughs> no, the McDonald's around here close. Interesting, because like my I said, local McDonald's. Mm, well, as I say, our our local McDonald's is open on Christmas Day and on New Year's Day. Now, I can see on New Year's Day because mm. if you're nursing a hangover, the last yeah. thing you want to do is think about cooking. But then again, <laughs> McDonald's isn't really food, so maybe you know. Eh. What are our? Um, well, mo- most of where everything shuts down for us is sort of like the federal holidays. So Martin Luther King, President's Day, um, and then we have. Memorial Day, uh, Juneteenth, which is a new holiday, 4th of July, Labor Day, Columbus slash Indigenous Peoples Day, although I think it's still technically Columbus Day, uh, Veterans Day, Thanksgiving, and Christmas and New Year's. That's it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we've got a few more, including we have Boxing Day, or as I like to call it, the day after Christmas where you just sort of go, okay, I'm stuffed. I don't want to move. Mm. Can you expect me to go buy stuff? No. <laughs> but uh no we're looking forward to everything that's going on and uh something i was happy to do this week something i was planning to do for a very very long time and that is to finally watch the first episode of urusei atsura the remake and uh that takes me to high dive and i got recommendations we might might have mentioned this in the past but I got recommendations that I should try to watch High Dive on my laptop instead of through my Apple TV. Well, I can tell you why. Mm. Because Apple TV does knock out some shows that are apparently a little too, um, shall we say, warm. Like Urusei <laughs> No, Urusei Yatsura would be completely fine. Despite everything else, that would be completely fine. I'm thinking more along the lines of why the hell are you here, teacher? Mm-hmm. Peter Grill and uh, the, and Peter Grill and something. I don't remember the rest of the title, but it's basically, yeah, wow. <laughs> and and there's a bunch of other titles where it's like, yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. So that stuff generally you have to watch on a laptop because Apple's like, no, we'll allow violence. Mm-hmm. But animated, you know, Body parts? No, 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 no. That's too un- uh, unclosed body parts. No, no, no. That's too much for us. <laughs> but uh, no, I did uh, see Urasayatsura, including the typical ending credits, which I'm used to seeing from Sentai shows and ADV shows because it's the same company. So, in a little bit of a nostalgic way, it was nice to see the. Uh, the English credits uh, of everything translated from uh, the opening and in- ending credits of the Japanese anime. Yes, well, that is definitely something I will try to squeeze into watch at some point. But of course, with the World Cup going on and the weird scheduling, it's like there are always matches I want to watch. And it's sort of like, oh dear, can I f- squeeze something in between them? Yeah. It's like. Uh... This is the holiday season, right? And uh, we have to add another song to the holiday playlist. Um, the UEFA Champions League theme or something like that. <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you. I've heard the, I think I've heard the theme from the World Cup once. Uh-huh. And it was so forgettable. It's like, I couldn't tell you what it sounded like, to be <laughs> honest. It's like, no. Yeah. 
But uh, I will tell you this. Um, I'll try to make this as brief as possible without trying to spoil things. Um, it was nice uh, that we can see this production company. I think it's called David Production, the name of the production company. And they're the ones responsible. And they are really taking some of the old art styles and merging them into modern anime aesthetics. I will think that um, the anime is a little bit rushed to me because they do try to tackle two stories that I probably remember from the original anime into this first episode. So I just find that well, a little interesting. Don't forget yeah, the original series ran for I'm trying to remember now how many episodes. hundred but yeah. Yeah. It seems so, that anyway. Yeah, the new series is only forty episodes. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they are trying to the three R's reduce, reuse, recycle, mm -hmm. and you know, sort of compact them as you describe, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. So you just have to understand, folks, that in the modern version you don't get the little side gags. You don't get all the little things. Although some of the little things in the original, to be honest, it's like, unless you're a true Japanophile, goes right over your head. Um, but, uh, oh boy, uh, Ataru, Lum, and Cherry. Oh, Cherry, he's animated the same way as he did before. So, Okay. Cherry, the, the Buddhist monk, who basically moocher, con man. I could keep going because basically he, <laughs> he's like, you know, if he was a real Buddhist monk, he'd have been drummed out of, you know, the monastery long, long, long ago. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Dong. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yes, the aesthetics are there and also the slapstick is there as well the things that shouldn't happen in real life of course will happen every three to four minutes in the urusei yatsura at least from episode one ask this question is ataru as bad as he was in the original when it came to his eyes wandering not as much not as much they actually toned him down. I am surprised they because they toned him down. But when he smiles and he's grinning, you actually see uh, he turns with the white with the with the grin in his eyes. You know the the eyebrow, whatever you call it. We do see well, that up here. I I am not surprised at that, but I'm more along the lines of going. You know, a show was a different time period when they had to actually, you know. Somewhat massage the, the main one of the main characters, um, rather let's call it eccentricity mm. to be to be polite. We have uh, we have emotes redeemed, so we're gonna see emotes explode on the screen for five minutes, Neff. Oh dear. Well, as long as they don't explode in my house, that's fine. <laughs> Uh, let's see what is going on, uh, in your neck of the world. So uh, you've been so infatuated by the world cup. You've kind of, uh, lost track of, uh, anime manga, that sort of thing. Well, manga I've managed to keep track of because, you know, 
especially with the World Cup and the longer uh, intermissions, mm. you need something to do rather than listening to the talking heads. Uh, one of the series that I've been wa- wa- reading, uh, Oh, Those Hanazono Twins, mm-hmm. latest volume I grabbed, and it's like, there's going to be a conclusion to this that is either going to make me very angry or very much, oh, Japan. <laughs> because now both of the twins have basically figured out they like you know the male MC, and the male MC is still in that, do they like me? Well, oh, he knows one of them likes him. Mm. What he hasn't quite cottoned on to is the other one is just about as infatuated with him. Mm-hmm. So this is going to either end very weirdly or very badly. I'm sorry, but Liz is spamming my Sarah wig, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's what you call something you are going to regret. For a very, very long time. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All I can say is better you than I. Mm. Um, going to Japan news. Uh, among the things positive, hey, Japan beat uh, Germany today. How about that? To which I replied, like, what? <laughs> and I say this only because Germany is supposed to be this Fußball machinen. In other words, a football machine. Right. The minute you let Japan in the space of two minutes kick your doors in, mm-hmm. take your sauerkraut and go home, yeah, you got problems. <laughs> so kudos to Japan, but I'm going, Germany, you've got some splaining to do. Yeah. So what do you think is the bigger upset, Japan over Germany or Saudi Arabia over, who was it, Argentina? Now, I've seen online there's been this whole conspiracy theory thing that Saudi Arabia may have, in fact, uh, engaged in financial shenanigans to, um, shall we say, grease the wheels a little to, to, to get the win. And I'm going, really? no, 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 they're not that, they're not that stupid. No, no, oh, no, no, they're on. not that stupid. Come on. But it's like, I, I can only say that this, Argentina may have approached this as going, it's Saudi Arabia. We don't have anything to worry about. Mm-hmm. And when you do that with any opponent on any pitch at any time, yeah. you run the risk of getting your, your can kicked in. Mm-hmm. And Argentina got their can kicked in because now to advance in their group, they're probably going to need to have to win the next two games. Right. Sort of like Canada, who fought valiantly against Belgium today, mm. but ultimately could not get anything past the Belgian keeper and the Belgians managed to get one past the Canadian keeper on a goal that was kind of like, it was clean as far as, you know, not offside or anything like that, but it was more like, how did you get that past the goal? (laughs) So now Canada in their group would have to beat Morocco and Croatia. That is not a bet I'm willing to take. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the one I'm looking forward to watching is you, you, you normally only see this in rugby, but when was the last time that Wales qualified for the World Cup? It was like how many decades? Uh, I want to say not quite as bad as Canada's drought, but up there. Mm-hmm. 
because Canada's drought was 36 years mm. between World Cup appearances. And Wales, I think, is something like 20 or so. Yeah. So not as bad, but still, Wales is this tiny portion of the United Kingdom. Yeah. And now they're going to be facing England. And can we say fireworks? <laughs> but I think the bigger fireworks are going to be when it is the USA against jolly old England. Mm. Because I can just hear the English going, you colonials, you ungrateful colonials, oh, we'll, kick your, we'll kick your cans in, we'll kick your crumpets in and have tea on your bodies. Yes. So that could be a match. Right. Um, and yes, we've heard about that and we see it uh, routinely in the news about how the Japanese teams uh, or the Japanese people will help clean up the stadiums after the match, which was very, very omotenashi. Meanwhile, the Canadians were probably just going, I need a Tim Hortons. I need it now. <laughs> <laughs> or we need a beer, but we can't have a beer. <laughs> uh, Hamster says, all I know about the World Cup is that they aren't playing football right. Nobody's wearing armor or skates. Wouldn't that be roller derby or something? <laughs> well, if armor would be American football, mm. skates, I think somebody is really got the wrong idea about hockey <laughs> especially the modern version of hockey which you could argue it's armor i suppose mm -hmm. actually pretty much is if you get hit with any of the equipment that they're using to protect themselves yeah <laughs> everything is just variants of hockey they say well hockey is unique in as much as you have a very long stick <laughs> that's very expensive and you can break like a twig by literally, you know, just taking a shot with a puck. Mm. And those, like I say, when those six, I say expensive, we're talking $300 and up. Mm. It's not the, it's not the wooden, wooden sticks of yore where it's like, eh, 50 bucks. What the heck? <laughs> um, so I know you're going to be rooting for your team on Thursday. Uh, you're gonna be you're gonna have sports overload uh, on your DVR, I guess, huh? Well, yeah, actually, thank you for reminding me. I do have to set up the recording for uh, the noon NFL game because this one's gonna be fun because the Bills will be in Detroit again. Yes, and this time they'll be the visitors. Actually, yeah, they were the they yeah no they were the home team on on Sunday. They had to be the home team, yeah. Yeah, and and the best part is now they're going to be taking the home team out back of the woodshed and bang. <laughs> At least we hope so, because Detroit has managed somehow to show signs of life, which is so unusual for Detroit. Oh, yeah. As far as, far as the Lions go. Mm -hmm. Actually, as far as the Red Wings go, too, but that's a completely other subject. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to have uh, Mike White start uh, on Sunday for the Jets instead of uh, good old Zach Wilson, who. Uh, had one of the most stellar performances of his career uh, last week, and I'm being 250% sarcastic. You need the sarcasm tag when you say that, Jarrah. <laughs> and all I can say is, the Bills owe the Jets a beating. <laughs> Two weeks to that beating, roughly. Mm. So prepare yourself. 
or a beating. <laughs> or the Jets should prepare themselves for a beating because, mm-hmm. yes, they beat Buffalo, mm-hmm. but it ain't going to happen twice. It's going to be a very interesting uh, weekend, as it always is. So much so that where I work, we're actually not doing a network show on uh, Saturday because all the networks are have taken over between, I think, college football, college basketball, because that season is already underway, and mm-hmm. World Cup. And as I recall, the NHL also has expanded their schedule a bit. And, of course, they're different broadcasters. Uh-huh. So, basically, if you like sports coming up the next few days, you're just going to you know, go into overload. Now, I will say this. The NHL goes dark tomorrow because they don't want to fight with the NFL. They know they're going to lose. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, nobody likes to fight with the NFL. I mean... Major League Baseball does, but that's because they were there first. Yeah. And the NFL just came along. So, but any other sports going uh, NFL? No. No. Thanksgiving and the big game. Well, yes. And funny funny enough, speaking of the big game, uh, next year in the CFL, they're making a tweak to the playoff schedule. Okay. Instead of Sunday games... There'll be Saturday games. The Grey Cup itself will still be on the Sunday, right? But the playoff, but the uh, the the semifinals and the the finals will be on Saturday instead of Sunday, because they're going to try and not go head to head with the NFL. Because of course, for those matches, yeah, they'll lose every time. There's no way around that. that that's a, that's kind of a smart move, I would think. Again, if you know you're in the same room with a ten thousand pound elephant, and you're a mouse. Yeah, you give you give the elephant, you know, some room just because, you know, the elephant sneezes and that's the end of you. Speaking of mouse, uh, I have so many traps in my bedroom right now because we have kind of a mouse that's been on the loose in our house for the last few weeks. And a few days ago, it zipped right under my bed. This is where you need to go rent rent a cat. <laughs> Rent a gato. Rent a gato, he says. Or I could just buy oh, hey. one of those twenty dollar uh, zap traps. I suppose you could do that, but you never know. <laughs> Depending on the, the 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 brains of the rat or the mouse involved, you know they might just turn the zap trap on you. <laughs> um, but since uh, this, this is a show before thanksgiving i thought i would break out my brand new snack box that i got in the mail yesterday from sakura co here it is and maybe we could try some uh, snacks here this evening when you should mention that we'll try the box i got next week okay or the next because time we do the podcast so probably in two weeks Okay, because we got the December we got the December box uh, earlier this week. Oh, nice, nice, nice. R- rather, fe- rather festive packaging too. So we'll really? see what they included. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Well, uh, let's see what you got. I'm curious. Well, um, I don't know if this one is sort of festive or not, because this is the more traditional one. 
So your box might be festive for, say, holidays and Christmas. Mm. If anything, this box might be festive for New Year's. So let's see if I'm right. No, I am absolutely wrong because this is the November box. (laughs) Ooh, rather late in November, but you did get it in November, so. Colors of Koyo. Koyo rings a bell, but I don't know what. Oh, autumn. Koyo Mm. is autumn. Japanese nature becomes flushed with bursts of color. Families across the country take pilgrimage. Oh, okay. The pilgrimage is called Koyo, not the season. The pilgrimage, Ah. the part of going out to explore and whatnot. So, all right. So let's see what we have here. We have tea, of course. We have, ooh. 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 I know what I'm trying first. Okay, we know he's drooling, folks. We know what he's trying first. (laughs) Where are you? Here you are. The maple momiji manju. Maple flavored. Hmm. Now, considering there are no... Are there sufficient maple trees in Japan to actually get syrup out of the things? Yeah. I don't know. This actually has some cream in it, too. It says, uh... Cream-filled momiji manju... But the the Japanese uh, writing here says cheese, cheese. So I find that pretty interesting. A cream cheese filling, perhaps? Maybe. Manju is enjoyed by Japanese people for more than 700 years. Momiji manju is a popular treat to eat while admiring the maple leaves in autumn. So let's see. Ooh, look at the shape. Looks rather familiar. <laughs> As he points the, behind the matches, himself. The match is uh, <laughs> behind you, right? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, there we go. There's a rhyme. The manju matches behind you. Ha ha ha. Ouch. And he's chewing. This is not too bad. Mm. I can see why it says cheese has that sort of a cheese consistency. It's very thick. Mm-mm. And I think most of the flavor is in the cream rather than the bread. So the bread is just basically there to hold the cheese in is what you're saying? Mm. That's my guess. Mm. So... In deference to uh, my friend north of the border, I will give this a yay on our scale. Hmm. Once again, our scale from top to bottom. Woohoo. Yay. Eh, meh, blech. I always struggle to get the order correct, you know? Well, I'm glad you, you found something that, you know, you, you're enjoying. Because, of course, that's always important when we're doing this live on air. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now 
I will try. This takes a while to chew, by the way. I was going to say, you may need some liquid to help wash that down a bit before you try something else. Uh-oh. Here, where did it go? Uh-oh, his water walked, folks. You've heard of walking on water? No, in this case, his water walked away from him. Oh, it's right over here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Thank you, thank you. Okay. How about we do a vote now? I need to find something that appears to be salty. Hmm. So, let's see. Let's just, I know what the packaging looks like. I'm going to look for the packaging, and you tell me what I should try. Mm -hmm. I can find it. Yep, there's one of them. And here is the other one. Okay. So, option one is this. Mm -hmm. And option two looks like this. Mm. So, let me know in the chat now, one or two. One. Two. One. Two. Are you cosplaying as an optometrist by the by any chance? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like uh, we have three votes for one, and two votes for two. So it looks like one takes it. All right. So let me tell you what this one was. This is Okonomi Five Rice Snacks. A uh, colorful variety of five rice snacks, arare and shrimp crackers. But no, according to the vote, I'm going to try the soy sauce senbei, the tamari soy sauce senbei. Rich savory with a slightly nuanced finest of tamari soy sauce. So this is a, a hard cracker soy sauce flavor. Interesting. Let's give it a shot. Oh, boy, look at how dark this is. Hmm. Indeed. Now let's see. Uh-oh, he's having trouble biting through. <laughs> That's always a good sign. <laughs> I almost broke my teeth. Oh, my goodness. Uh-oh. This is hard, but delicious. Hard, but delicious. Hmm. Well, be a, I'll be a little picky. Okay. I'd also give this a yay. I think the consistency is a little bit too tough. I wish it was a little bit easier to chew. Is that one that normally they serve with, with teas? They could. Mm. I think so. I'm just wondering if, that, I wonder if that's... Uh, I mean, it is a little sweet, so... I think it's also might be a little bit too big to to have with tea, but you know it could be. Oh, there you go, Neff. Uh, Bree has the answer of the night. Ah, beer. 
The answer and solution, the answer and the, the solution and cause of many of life's problems. <laughs> Speak to Budweiser, who now has to get rid of 75 million liters of beer that was bound for Qatar that they can't sell there. And apparently have now said the winning team gets the beer. Really? Now, normally I would say that would be the ultimate motivator for the Canadian team. Right. Except Budweiser is not beer. (laughs) Good old Bud Zero. Well, no, we're talking, in this case, we're talking, you know, the big red Bud. The Mm. real stuff. Which, again, no. American beer, mass market, no. No. There are horrible jokes I could make, but no. I will be good. I promise. You make the same joke for Sapporo made in Canada. Ah. Ooh. Yeah, except the joke about American beer is that it's like making love in a canoe. Why? I won't finish the joke. You know the ending to that joke, and anybody who's old enough knows the ending to that joke, so I don't need to finish that joke. <laughs> well what he pantomimed folks pretty much says it all (laughs) so um this has been your taste test of the uh, evening here as we continue on um we going to december holiday season uh Anything you're looking forward to for the holidays, Neff? Well, I can only say, based on the driving around here that I've seen, I'm not looking forward to the driving. (laughs) Because on the way home from work today, oh, there was a lovely smack up. Two cars, apparently one stopped, the other didn't, and tried to make the first car a sub-subcompact. (laughs) And it's like, you know, when you have to have the fire trucks, the ambulance, you're just going, ooh, uh-huh. that's that doesn't look good. Almost had a situation that made me late to work today because uh, we had a truck um, ended up on the parkway here in New York City, which is a no-no. Uh-oh, somebody who can't somebody who can't read road signs. Yes, and so you see the. Uh, the signs uh, light up on the, the highways, the electronic billboards, misplaced truck on the Jackie Robinson Parkway, and it calls it a misplaced truck. To which I would reply, and I'm sure most people would reply, how do you misplace a truck? <laughs> but, uh, no, um, I get to work for the rest of this week, and then uh, I'll be going away with my folks for a, a few days of R&R. Uh, we're planning to see a nighttime Christmas village, which is pretty nice. Oh, that's right. That's It's that time of year. Now, I have driven past some houses because now, of course, it's dark at like 430 <laughs> where they are nicely done up. Um, but I'm always mindful that I have to be, you know, keeping my eyes on the road yeah. as opposed to, oh, look at the pretty lights. Smack. <laughs> you know, that, that 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 doesn't end well. I've done one of those things where you drive through like a stadium that has uh, the Christmas lights decorated and sitting in long lines for that, and it's not pretty. Mm. Now, I'm just imagining 
Okay, what stadium would you drive through looking at lights and just be depressed at life? Yeah, exactly. That would probably that would probably MetLife Stadium. <laughs> well, maybe City Field, depending. Oh, or the new one they're building next to City Field. You heard that one, right? Wait a minute, they're building another. Okay, explain this to the folks because I'm going. There's a playpen there. What do you mean then you're building another playpen next to it? Not for baseball, though. What, for soccer? Or football? Ah, uh, the MLS squad wants it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. NYCFC I, apparently has had it with Yankee Stadium. I've watched a few games on TV, and yeah, I can see why. <laughs> because I would not want to play on that on that surface in that configuration. Like You're not going to get fans. It's just, ugh. Uh, taking over uh, what used to be the old scrapyards uh, off to the side of the stadium. So that's where they're going to build the uh, arena in a few years' time. Oh, there are so many jokes I could make about the scrapyard next to Met Le- to the Met Stadium. <laughs> it's like, ooh, yeah. that's, that's, that's some horrible placement. Yeah, but uh, no, those uh, those. Businesses have been there for some decades, and now they're going to get the eminent domain boot, I guess. So, Yeah, you always wonder when, when uh, you know, these, these long-established businesses suddenly get told, you know, you've been here for X number of years. You've, you know, been no problem to the community, but you got to go. Right. Sort of like Madison Square Garden's got told that. Yeah. But, of course... They have lawyers, yes. and it's that's going to be tied up for many, many years. <laughs> uh, to my knowledge, uh, Flax, uh, the new stadium is going to be privately funded. Uh, MLS, uh, not MLS, uh, NYCFC uh, struck a deal with the city. Uh, their part, their partners include Sterling Equities, used to be the owners of the Mets before Steve Cohen took over. Somehow that doesn't bode well for I think NYCFC, but <laughs> yeah, it's just a Mets thing. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, um, so because of my absence next week, uh, the next podcast is going to be two weeks from tonight, and hopefully we will be back at that point to our eight p.m. Eastern start time. Um, and I know, Neff, uh, you mentioned that you have a box, uh, your Tokyo Treat, because I got him the Tokyo Treat box, which is the original box uh, that they make. And then just within the last year or so, Tokyo Treat has developed this Sakura Ko box, which has more traditional snacks, which I've been really, really enjoying uh, over this time. I'm going to have to uh, possibly in the future cancel my Boxu subscription. You know, I've had Boxu. Some of you know I've had Boxu the last few years. Um, and now I've had issues with shipment of my last two boxes. As in you didn't get them or as in they arrived in very poor condition? As in I didn't get them. They always get. They always show up and then... The third-party provider doesn't uh, tender it to the post office to make the delivery. In, in fact, um, the tracking of those shipments is that they 
they had they, they started in a facility in New Jersey, right across the river from where I live. Mm-hmm. They go out west to Pennsylvania, where they then get that tender to the post office, and then they come back this way. Huh? Yeah. And I thought Canada Post was weird when it came to, <laughs> to how parcels get moved around up here. Yes. Oof. Oh, just just like your snack box apparently got that flagged, right? Yeah, it got flagged. Now, it appears that they didn't open it. Okay. So, hoping all they did was, you know, look at it and go, why did we flag this? <laughs> you know, I mean, there are things that I've ordered over the years that, yeah, you could have flagged and said, mm. you know, but a, a snack box kind of is like, no, nothing dangerous in there. I know that uh, all the items I've shipped to Sheliac over the years, all of them have been flagged by Canada Post. So they well, be, like trigger happy with uh, sele- if, selecting these shipments. If you're doing it as a private citizen. That doesn't surprise me because private shipments, they love to poke and prod. Yeah. Because they're like, okay, are you sending things over the border? You shouldn't. Mm. The other side's going, um, are we receiving stuff? We shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that's the, jo- the joys of, uh, you know, shipping, you know, between countries. And these are friendly countries, mind you. I mean, there are some countries where you're shipping to, and it's like, you'll be lucky if the box shows up, if the scraps of the box show up. I mean, I can I can recall several packages from my ancestral homeland where they arrived in very poor condition with some of the contents obviously missing. <laughs> Want to take a wild stab of what would be missing from a package from Switzerland? What would that be? The chocolate, of course. <laughs> the problem is they actually took photos when they put the box together in Switzerland, and yeah, there was chocolate there. We get the box. No chocolate. Did they make a complaint? Made a complaint, but of course Canada Post goes, we don't know nothing. <laughs> we don't know nothing. <laughs> Meanwhile, someone probably at the Gateway facility, which is in my town, is, you know, in the process of turning into Kris Kringle because they're eating all our chocolate. (laughs) Uh, Customs reminds me of a story that came through here a few days ago. Um, I believe it was at Kennedy Airport or it could have been at Newark, but a customs agent stopped somebody in a wheelchair. Uh Uh-oh who noticed that the wheelchair really had problems trying to move around. They open up all four wheels on the wheelchair, Uh find cocaine or methamphetamines or one of those two things inside all four wheels. wheels. I've heard of the wheels go around and the wheels on the bus go around and around, but you know, the wheels on the chair make you higher and higher. What? (laughs) So um, we have a lot to look forward to, and hopefully we have a nice holiday that's pretty calm. We won't be like uh, what happened to Jay Leno, which, thank goodness, he's okay. Now, I I wasn't 100% sure of that story because I'm going, 
he was working on was it a steam engine or was it an actual internal because i saw i've heard gasoline burns i'm like what the was a uh yeah it was some one of his old cars i think Mm, okay you can see his skin looks a little charred but he still looks like jay leno (laughs) barbecue jay leno there we go (laughs) that's no that's like my brother years ago uh was trying to start a barbecue which had a proper electric starter in it, right? but it wasn't functioning. Mm-hmm. And he tried, I'd say about three, four times mm. with the lid down. Huh. Okay. That's step number, problem number one. Problem number two, he says, get me a match. Mm. And Mama Canuck is like, be careful. And I'm like, open the lid. He's like, shut up. I know what I'm doing. Throws the match into the hole. What do you think happens? <laughs> and he ends up with no eyebrows for about three weeks. Oh. I simply looked at him and said, I tried to warn you. <laughs> I warned you that, you know, three, four wax with that igniter and no and no spark. There was gonna be gas buildup. He's oh. like, shut up. <laughs> if you want something cooked, uh right now in Japan, uh, I think at the family march, they have something very interesting. They have um You've heard of the Hamburg steak that they do in uh, in Japan, right? So it's basically, yeah. um, it's a steak. Um, and, and they guess, I don't know. I don't think it's named after the hamburger, but uh, it's just a plain steak, and they put sauce on it, and you can put different toppings on it. So Family Mart has the 200 yen Hamburg cheese steak sushi. Yes, it is a small Hamburg steak with a with a cheese on it, and it's over sushi rice. 200 yen. I'd like a photo of this thing. I'm not, not sure I'd like to eat it, but I'd like a photo of this thing first. Because <laughs> I'm going, wait a minute. Okay, that's a rather unique sushi. But then again, I've seen it more interesting. Yep. Because around around these parts... There are some pretty inventive types of sushi that I've seen in some of the, you know, more esoteric shops. Uh-huh. Well, the link my favorite was strawberry. Su- well, go ahead. My, my favorite was strawberry sushi. Mm. I'm going, okay, sweet, savory, maybe, but. Eh. Yeah. Mm, there we go. The link there. Okay. I just, I just want to take a quick look at this because yeah, I am very good. I'm sorry. I look at that and I go, okay, that's cute, I think. I'm not sure how much I'd want to eat it, but it certainly looks unique. You're you're in Japan for lunch and you're poor? Have a, have a, have a cheeseburger sushi. <laughs> a tiny cheeseburger sushi. I mean, for 200 yen, it's probably no bigger than, you know, about like this. Yeah. <laughs> If you scroll down, I think you can see somebody actually eating it, so you can kind of gauge the size up. Okay, now I am now I'm going to scroll down and see this because I do want to see the size of this thing. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, there we are. Okay, okay, it looks reasonably large, I suppose. Yeah, it's still not something because I'd be afraid that you know the rice would just sort of crumble 
under, you know, the, the meat and the cheese and the, <laughs> you know, there's a reason they use bread in, in, you know, most places of the world when you're talking about, you know, hamburger steak. <laughs> so on that hungry note, we're going to close out the podcast for the month of November. It's been a pleasure as always, Neff. And uh, indeed. I will uh, present this to you now because we've been meaning to present this. Hey, look, we have brand new artwork. <laughs> oh, very nice. And so that's uh, Zura um, with the artwork of uh, Yumemi playing uh, a video game uh, quite intently while apparently uh, drinking some pep and... Uh, it has the cell phone right on her side as well. So, I, I was going to say she looks rather intense, sort of like when I play Mario Kart, except I don't win quite that often when <laughs> I play Mario Kart. Well, that's something, that's something we have to talk about real quick as we end, but let's do the closing commentary real quick. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this podcast or any of our Twitch streams, drop us a line at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Go to linktree.com forward slash anime radio, and there you'll find links to our Facebook account, our Twitter account, our Instagram account, our Discord server, and our Twitch server, and our Twitch uh, uh, server, blah, blah, and our YouTube channel. And don't forget, archive versions of this podcast are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. So, yes, um, Wave 3 is uh, coming up uh, for Mario Kart 8, uh, I believe the second week of December. December 7th, I think, mm -hmm. which if that's the correct date, that's a rather interesting choice of date. Because? December 7th. Oh. Is that not the, the attack on? Yeah, I, that's why I said when I saw that date and I'm going, is Nintendo trolling itself? <laughs> um, we have the Rock Cup. So we're going to have the uh, Mario Kart Tour London Loop. Uh, Game Boy Advance Boo Lake, uh, 3DS Rock Rock Mountain, and uh, Maple Treeway for Mario Kart Wii. And then uh, Moon Cup will be Mario Kart Tour Berlin Byways. So that's, uh, that, that's a pretty interesting looking course. Uh, Nintendo DS Peach Gardens, 3DS Rainbow Road, which means, yes, now we can officially do a four-race series just playing four different versions of Rainbow Road, which is going to be very interesting. And actually, with another group I play with regularly, they're like, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do that. And I'm like going, oh, lovely. <laughs> At least three. There's Of the three courses that exist, there's only one I'm reasonably good at. The other two is just like, yeah, 11th place, 10th yeah. place. Mm -hmm. Unless, of course, you know, all the items go nuts and they they're busy blowing each other up and I can just, you know, sneak in between, which has happened before. And then the uh the final course will be for the Christmas holiday uh Merry Mountain, also from Mario Kart Tour. Hmm. That's the first time I think is that the first holiday themed course on I think that's the first holiday themed course on Mario Kart. I think so, yeah. Hmm. Should be interesting, and I mean timely too. Oh yeah, so, I mean so. the only, the only the only other winter course they have is that crazy one with the penguins, and yeah, that's <laughs> just ooh. 
No. Always stay no. low. That's how I, I kind of beat the course. Well, I, I tend to get, you know, beaten around and it's like end up in the water occasionally, you know, end up, you know, hitting a penguin. Sorry, pen, pen. <laughs> and it's like, ooh, yikes. Well, uh, that's something we're definitely going to have to schedule a stream for when it comes out. So we hope you'll stick around for all that news. Uh, but that's all about time we have for tonight's XAR podcast. We thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving uh, if you celebrate it here in the United States with the people uh, you know. Let's keep in mind those who may be less fortunate on a holiday uh, such as tomorrow. And uh, our next stream, we might do something towards the end of next week after I come from my little holiday. Because uh, after I come back from my little holiday, I'm going to have to do physical therapy again. By the way, uh, news from my orthopedic surgeon. Um, I've told some people uh, that the orthopedic surgeon has told me to carry the cane. And some people have misinterpreted that. Carry the cane until you no longer need it. So try to get off the cane. So that is the plan for now. Well, I'll say this. The way you originally described it, you said carry the cane. In my case, carry the cane was a semi-permanent, mostly permanent thing. Yeah. So I was afraid that when you were told carry the cane, oh, dear. No. <laughs> Okay, well, that's that's good, it's, you know, and hopefully, you know, in a couple of months, you can take the cane, put it in the corner, and never see it again. Right, and so uh, next uh, next follow up is going to be a year after the surgery, so because of the work schedule, that will put the follow up in September of next year. So I won't have to worry about uh, checking that out again until then. So, well, that's good. That's good news. I'm very optimistic. Uh, maybe I can get out further. Uh, and uh, see what's out there in the world. Uh, they're going to open the new um, train link over here in the city, the Long Island Railroad. They're going to open a, a new line to Grand Central Terminal. So I think that's something I might try to check out uh, sometime next month. Is that, the, is, that, is that one that goes to the new uh, arena, UBS Arena? No. Uh, oh. Well, no, they have, they, they have a new station open for UBS Arena already. That's ah, okay. But this is a new line uh, from the Long Island Railroad that connects to the east side of Manhattan. So it's going to have a direct link from Long Island directly to Grand Central. So hmm. hopefully it's going to alleviate a lot of congestion on the Long Island Railroad and also on the subways from people trying to go from Long Island, going to the west side of Manhattan and Penn Station, and then trying to take the subway or a taxi or whatever, getting back over to the east side. Ah, now you're going to have the new Grand Central Station for the Long Island Railroad, I believe, four stories underground the where the uh, current Grand Central Station is now. So. So I'm sure they'll be nice to uh, check out and maybe uh, then I can go up to Grand Central and take a look at the holiday train exhibit and everything. Mm. Actually, that's Actually, that's right. Right. they finally finished officially the Union Station uh, in Toronto, uh, the revitalization project. After so many years, I, wow. After so many years, so many delays, and of course, COVID. So it's nice. I mean, I've seen the photos. I haven't actually been in the fully completed station myself, mm. 
Uh, at some point, I probably will end up there for one reason or another. So I will take a quick look around. I mean, the parts that were done when I was there the last time looked rather nice and uh, looked to be in the state that it's like, okay, this looks very nice. Now let's see it in five, ten years of wear and tear. <laughs> but uh, but this is going to be a very big uh, change for people who commute into the city on a daily basis on, on a regular work day. And it'll be interested uh, to try it out, and that might be something I do uh, sometime during the month of December. So looking forward to that. And uh, looking forward to hopefully doing more streams uh, once uh, we get the free time. As I mentioned, uh, physical therapy uh, for me once I come back from my trip next week. Uh, that's another thing. Eventually, hopefully in the coming weeks, I'll try to get off physical therapy. So that'll be the end of that. Well, you'll probably have maintenance stuff like I do. Yeah. Just remember, maintenance stuff is important because you don't want to end up, you know, with them saying, yeah, that doesn't look right anymore. They said try to use a treadmill or an elliptical. Well, I'll, I know the hotels will have that, so I'll just be chugging along on that for a little while, I think. Oh, yes, the treadmill. <laughs> um, unfortunately, my gait is so uneven that if I try to get a treadmill, and I'll date myself with this reference, uh-huh. if you've ever seen the Jetsons uh-huh. and the end credits, oh yes, you'll know exactly what would happen if I tried. Yes, we'll ask Astro and get back to you. Jane, stop this crazy thing! <laughs> Jane, help! <laughs> yeah. So that we will be, that we will. So thank you for joining us here for the XAR podcast. We hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving, and we will see you the next time we stream. The next time we stream will be probably be towards the end of next week. The next podcast will be two weeks from tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. So for Nef5JR, thank you for joining us here. And remember, keep on looking up the Extreme Mario podcast. And don't forget to check out our archive podcasts at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. And one last thought that Liz posted. Uh, uh-oh. If the three of us connect canes, it creates Voltron. <laughs> and that means you form the head. <laughs> see you, everybody. Thanks for watching and thanks for listening. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.